0: Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now, let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today, we're welcoming our program author, Rocky Romanella, and he is the author of Tighten the Lug Nuts: The Principles of Balanced Leadership. Before I bring in today's guest, a quick reminder, the selected interviews are available on our iPhone app, which can be downloaded in the App Store, as well as on TV on the Roku channel and Amazon Fire TV. Our app name on all platforms is simply The Author Show. Rocky, how are you? Hey, Don. Very good. How are you doing today? Good. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, please.
1: I have uh, over 40 years of business experience, 36 of which were with UPS. Started out part-time unloading trailers. Uh, UPS had a promotion from within policy, which I took advantage of and moved my way through the organization and had the opportunity to do some really interesting things inside of UPS. Obviously, did the traditional things that you know and see today, delivery and picking up of packages, but got the opportunity as we purchased mailboxes, et cetera, to to be part of uh, that acquisition and rebranding to the UPS store, as well as to help build out what's today UPS Supply Chain Solutions took it into the healthcare field and it's amazing to watch it grow and develop and see how, what an important part of today's healthcare distribution of the vaccine UPS has become and to think that was there at the beginning of that is there's a lot of fun and a lot of pride. Retired from UPS, became the CEO of a telecom company, we built cell towers, created cell towers, did installation work. Uh, Retired from there after a sale and then started my own little company, 360 Management Services, where we focus in on keynote speaking, leadership development and some process improvement consulting. So uh, I guess you could say, Don, my, one of my biggest failures in my career has been this idea of retirement. So tell us about your book. My book is called Tighten the Lug Nuts, The Principles of Balanced Leadership. It's a story written about my over 40-year career and, and the twists and turns, the things I learned along the way, the many wonderful people that I learned and, and got a chance to grow and develop with and mentor, and those individuals who mentored me. And I think it's an opportunity to share some of those stories and maybe make things a little bit better for someone else out there. It's written in a third person. It's a gentleman by the name of Joe Scafone who is the main character. And it really came about many years ago. I realized when people would bring me new ideas or talk to me about different things, if I said, but what if, or maybe you should look at it this way, I felt like they felt like I was challenging them or maybe they thought, oh, wow, he doesn't think I'm prepared already. And so I created this character one day, just Joe Scafone, and said, hey, that's a good idea. But do you think Joe Scafone would think it's a good idea? And they kind of laughed, and it was my way of challenging them in a positive way not to stop at the first right answer. And so Joe Scafone became that proxy for me, and it became my way of challenging you not to stop at the first right answer, but to maybe look past it in a positive way and get that dialogue going. So I wrote it in this third person, so I never had to use the word I, and it really gave me the opportunity to recognize some of the main things I learned along the way and some of the experiences that I had that maybe can help someone else out there.
0: So could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps
1: underlying theme that you would say runs throughout this book? The central message and theme would run along this concept of legacy. And for me, legacy is this thought of, do you leave things a little better than you found them? Are people better because of their time with you? You know, is your organizations better because you had the opportunity to lead it or develop it? Or work with inside of it. And so if we all take that approach that we're just trying to leave things a little better than we found them, you really leave a positive legacy. You leave a positive impact on not only the people in your care, but also the organizations that you worked in. So I would say that would be one of the central themes throughout the book is this concept of legacy. Do you leave things a little better than you found it? Now, you've developed a podcast that supports the book.
0: Uh, do you have any quotes you live by that you discuss on your show or perhaps in your book?
1: Yeah, thanks, Don. Yeah, my new podcast is called The Leadership Library and it's a three to five minute podcast that we drop twice a week, Tuesday and Thursday. And we talk a lot about these concepts that are in the book. And we talk a lot about those uh kind of rockyisms or sayings out there. And a couple of them are, you know, the speed of the leader determines the pace of the pack. So set the pace. I think the other one is, you know, one that I talk a lot about is this concept of if, if it's important to you as the leader, it becomes important to everyone. So you set the tone from the top by your actions and by what you place importance on and the questions that you ask. I think one that I've kind of grown up with my whole life is this concept of you're the architect of your own destiny and don't allow anyone to impact you more than you can impact yourself. And so I think those are some of the things that we talk a lot about in a book. And on my podcast, Leadership Library, we talk a lot about these individually in, in these three to five minute podcasts that we do uh, twice a week. They're quick, motivational, kind of pre-work communication kinds of talk. Get you ready with your cup of coffee and get out there ready to take on the day.
0: I'm just curious, is there anything you wish you would have realized earlier in your life and career that you discuss maybe on the show or in your book?
1: I talk a lot about that because that's, you know, you learn so much through the difficulties that you may have or the challenges that you have, or maybe some of the mistakes that you made along the way. And for me, it was this two things quickly that these two things that I really never did a good job balancing. One is the difference between nice to do and need to do things. And, and did I understand the difference between nice to do and need to do? And the second piece was always don't let your highs get too high and your lows get too low. And many times these two support each other. But take the first one, I think, is probably the one that's had the greatest impact as I look back and move forward and really kind of understood it and utilized it. And that's the difference between nice to do and need to do. You know, think about your business plan. You're going into 2022. There's a lot of things that you put on that list that you'd like to do. But when you separate them out into nice to do and need to do, you realize that the need to do ones are the ones you have to do and you got to get them done. Many times, the nice-to-do ones are the things we like to do and would like to do those things. And so we really have to separate them out, focus in on the need to do things. And when you get a chance to do the nice-to-do things, they're nice to do. But stay focused on the need to do because if you don't, they'll come around and then you'll have to do them. And then all of a sudden, it'll send you in a little bit of a conflict or a little turmoil because you have to put everything down and get to do the need to do things.
0: So you started at the bottom and you went the whole way to the top. Along that way, have you ever heard any bad recommendations that you think the audience should be aware of?
1: You know, it's interesting. I heard a lot of the sayings that you hear throughout your business career. Most people that are listening to this podcast or this conversation would have heard too. And, you know, the one that always always rings with me is the one that says, you know, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know. You know, and so many times that means you're just not going to do anything, right? Well, the devil I know is better than the devil I don't know. So let's just stay put. Well, you know what? You never stretch yourself, and maybe you miss the opportunity to promote or hire or develop that individual who becomes someone special inside your organization. But you chose to stay with the devil, you know. I think it's so important. I mean, Wall Street lives by that, right? Wall Street lives by the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know. So there's consistency. At least I know what I can depend on. I may not like what that person does, but at least I know what they're going to do. I think that just puts you in a paralysis situation, and. I think about that quote all the time, and I say, you know what? The heck with that. Let's find the right thing to do. If that means we have to train, develop, work with people, and help them along the way, let's do it. Because the longer term is much more success than sitting on the devil you know and never moving into that next step. I always shake my head when I hear somebody say it, and I, about midway through my career, said, you know what? I'm going to leave the devil. I know. Leave the devil over there. I'm not giving the devil his due. So what are your
0: strategies for being productive and making efficient use of your time?
1: Well, I think I started, as we talked a few minutes ago, with this putting things in the two buckets of nice to do and need to do. And so I really understand that piece of it. And, and thus the name, title of the book, Tighten the Lug Nuts. You know, for me, loose lug nuts are not doing the need to do things. And then all of a sudden, you let the need to do things become important and you're taking care of the nice to do things and you got loose lug nuts and next thing you know the wheel falls off so for me it's all about tightening the lug nuts and taking care of the need to do things and then that puts things in the right priority order and then i never get out of sync or i never find myself dropping everything here to make up for something here you know the theory of tightening the lug nuts is don't allow important things to become urgent and nice to do things are important but they're not urgent need to do things are sometimes urgent so i would say that's one of the things that I do. I also try to lay things out in my mind and sometimes even on paper just so that I can be organized and I can make sure that I don't drop anything and so that I'm not replowing the fields twice. I was district manager for a while and the drivers would always tell me as they came up to being in the farming community that you plow the field once and you plow it right. So every time you got to go back to do something over again, it's just a waste of time and it gets very frustrating. So for me, I try to get things done quickly and effectively the first time, and it helps you when you're juggling balls.
0: What is one of the things that you do that you feel has really been one of the biggest contributors to your success?
1: I would say by understanding the nice-to-do and need-to-do things, it's also helped me gain a balance in my personal and professional life. Because besides the nice-to-do, need-to-do things in the work environment. It's also helped you in your personal life. What are the things that, you know, I did everything believing it was the right thing to do. 150%, you know, hair on fire, going to get it done. But many times I was doing nice to do things with the same energy and enthusiasm. And the problem there is I may have made decisions, for example, that I went to something, missed a family function, thinking it was the right thing to do. But it was a nice to do thing. And so therefore, I missed an opportunity maybe to see my own children play a sport or get a chance to spend dinner with the family. And so I think you need to really understand that, you know, work life balance is different, I think, than sometimes what people think it is. It's your ability to understand and juggle the things and put them in a priority order that not only takes care of what your responsibilities are at home, but also what your responsibilities are at work. That's really a measure of an individual who really has good balance, that they understand the things that need to get done, they understand the right priority with which they put them, and then that gives them a chance to accomplish both sides of the coin, right? Getting the need to do things done, but also doing some of the nice-to-do things that everybody likes, sees, and feels good about.
0: So what's been your most rewarding experience since publishing Tighten the Lug Notes?
1: It's the wonderful letters and comments that I get from individuals who say to me, you know, I I talk a lot about my dad who's since passed in the book and some of the things that he taught me along the way. And, of course, my wife, Debbie, who's been such a big influence in my life through our marriage and raising of our four kids. And I, I think people will send me notes and say, hey, you know what? I didn't realize I had a great relationship with my parents, for example. But now that I think about some of the things that I do, my mom or my dad was a much bigger influence on me than I thought. Or, you know what, my wife or my husband, spouse, significant other has been an important part of who I am in my adult life and gives me an opportunity to think about them a little bit. So I think that's been one of the most rewarding things that people have had those moments where they've thought about someone in their life who's been such an important part of their life but may not have thought of it in that way. And the book kind of helps them with that. And then I also think that people get the opportunity to have aha moments throughout the books. Each chapter can stand on its own, but it's part of the story, as I said. And there's many stories throughout the book, and it gives you a chance to smile a little bit, laugh a little bit, but maybe create the aha moment where you're tilting your head saying, you know what, that may be something I can do, or maybe that's an approach that I'll take. And if that makes someone's life a little bit better, that's a wonderful thing for me. So in your opinion, who should buy your book? You know, some of the best comments I get are from people who are not in the business world. I get a lot of great comments from business leaders and people who use it and use it as part of their training workshops. And that's all wonderful. But it's amazing. I get a lot of it from teachers. I get a lot of wonderful comments from people who, you know, are working with other people inside their organization. You know, for me, this book's about leadership and leadership is something we all have concerns about. We're all leaders at one time or another you know, whether it's being part of a PTA or being a coach of a baseball team or or running your family or all of us are leaders at one time or another. Even those people who say they're not leaders or individual contributors, they're leaders as well. And, you know, I think the teacher one really resonates with me because I originally went to college to be a high school history teacher and a baseball coach. And so it's really about teaching and people and helping them connect the dots. And so yeah, I'll leave you with this quick story that if I was going out and doing a keynote speech, then you know, I would say to the audience, you know, who's the head of your board of ed or who's like your you know, local official? Most people couldn't answer that question. But if I asked the audience, who's that teacher that made a difference in your life? Everybody would stop, tilt their head and say, you know what, Mr. So-and-so in fifth grade, Miss So-and-so in sixth grade. So everybody has that teacher who's made a difference in their life. And so by that extension, they're leaders. And I think that's one of the reasons why they enjoy the book, because they don't realize that because they make a difference, because they made things a little better than they found them, they make an impact on people's lives. They really are leaders. So it, it's very rewarding to hear that come from the non-traditional leadership places like, you know, manager, supervisor, CEO, whatever.
0: Now, Titan the Lugnuts was a number one bestseller in business management and also business leadership. So in addition to the 360managementservices.com website, you have another website just for the book, don't you?
1: Yes, sir, I do. It's called TitanTheLugNuts.com. On there, you can take a preview of the book. You can also interact with me, the author of the book, and certainly communicate back and forth with me. But also, that's where you can easily sign into the leadership library. We have both the podcast audio and the podcast video of each episode. So it gives you an opportunity to interact with us uh, on the page there, get a, do a preview of the book, and also get an opportunity to easily uh, navigate the audio and video of our Leadership Library podcast. This has been just great. Our
0: guest today has been Rocky Romanella, and he is the author of Titan the Lugnuts, the Principles of Balanced Leadership. Rocky, thanks very much for being with us today. Uh, Don, it's been my pleasure. You be safe, and always a pleasure to talk to you. This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. Go out there, buy the book today, and please share this interview with your friends so that they, too, have the opportunity to discover our guests and their work. The Author Show can be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. Selected interviews can also be found on major platforms like Amazon Fire TV, the Roku Channel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, and many more. And whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, The Author Show is a great place to start. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. theauthorsshow.com
1: Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.